Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to the Statman Dave Football Podcast. Hope you've had a good weekend. This is episode 31. On today's episode, we're going to talk the news and then we're going to do some transfer gossip and we're going to scrutinise that gossip so you don't have to. But anyway, let's start with the news. So England played Lithuania on Sunday afternoon slash evening, winning the game two goals to nil. Uh, the first goal assisted very well by Raheem Sterling and Jermaine Defoe grabbing his international goal at the age of 34. Moving on to the second half, and Adam Lallana played a wonderful first touch pass into the path of Jamie Vardy to make it two goals to nil. No way coming back from the Lithuanians. Despite only playing 30 minutes against Lithuania, Marcus Rashford created more chances and completed more dribbles than any other player on the pitch. A brilliant cameo from the Manchester United youngster. Moving on into other news, Seamus Coleman had a horrific leg break from a challenge from Neil Taylor. There was a lot of debate around the, the weekend whether he meant it, whether he didn't. But for me, it was reckless and a horrible, horrible leg break. I love the reports coming afterwards that Shane Long uh, used techniques that he used for his when his wife was giving birth to try and calm down uh, Seamus Coleman. Um, obviously, with a terrible leg break, you're going to be losing your mind. But well done to uh, Shane Long for you know diving in at the right time. Seamus Coleman um, apparently has gone through successful leg surgery over in Dublin. Bad news though for fantasy football managers for a player that was really starting to hit a little bit of run of form um, as a defender. Always been good for scoring you points. Moving over to the Netherlands and Danny Blind has finally been sacked after a run of five defeats in his last nine games. Some rubbish, you know, play from Netherlands in the last few years. And this is just, you know, a capitulation of the thing. Maybe they've just should bring Louis van Gaal back and take, you know, Holland to that possession-based football style because they can't do anything else. They seem absolutely useless at the moment. No talent. They played a 17-year-old at centre-half who apparently has been playing right back for Ajax this season. He made a massive mistake for one of the goals. And unfortunate for a young player just coming into the, the you know, the Netherlands first team. It could be a big thing for his career. It could be a massive, um, you know, destroying of his confidence there. So it's a dangerous, dangerous thing with young players putting them in at this top level without sort of, you know, gauging whether they can, can make it or not. Moving on to other news, Poland won another game uh, with Robert Lemdowski. This season has now scored 41 goals in just 40 two games and to finish off the international news let's talk about Andorra who ended their run ended a run of 58 competitive defeats drawing nil nil with fellow uh 
strugglers at the Faroe Islands in World Cup qualifying. Although, you know, we did mention the Faroe Islands last week, who made the under-17s European Championships. So maybe, you know, the Faroe Islands are going to be a force in European football uh, in the next few years. Anyway... Of course, we've got to touch on some European football to finish it off. Uh, Manchester City apparently have lined up um, Cedric from Southampton to uh, bolster their defensive options. It's just one of those things that I was watching uh, Manchester City versus Monaco again just for some research purposes and how poor they were at fullback at that game with Bracari Sagner and uh, Fernandinho in the first leg were absolutely atrocious. The amount of space in behind those two players or how Monaco used 2v1s to exploit them was, was pretty ridiculous and they really need some uh, sort of defensive help in that position 100% to turn them into real title contenders next season because Clichy, Zabaleta, Sagner, whether Fernandinho's played there, Kolarov's played more of a centre-half than a full-back this season. It's a massive avenue for City to strengthen, so expect a lot more rumours coming over there. Talking of coaches, over to Syria. Uh, Sari is one coach of the, the season, best manager of the year in Syria. Um, you know, well-deserved. The Napoli team have been playing such a great style of football, front to back, really quickly, but with short passing football. The likes of Insignia, Calion, um, and Mertens, Hamzik. You know, it's been a wonderful season, uh, wonderful year for Sari and his, his, his uh, Napoli team has been fantastic. In terms of other Napoli news, Ricardo Rodriguez's agent admitted that Napoli would be an attractive destination for the Wolfsburg defender. An interesting one with um, Ricardo Rodriguez. He had some bad form at the start of the season, but Wolfsburg were just awful, um, and he started to you know when Wolfsburg grabbed the new manager now he's getting back into the the fray and he's looked good again he's a player that massively impressed me when I've seen him live I think I've seen him live on two occasions I can't remember who it was the first one but the second I think it was Wolfsburg oh it was Wolfsburg versus Schalke in the Bundesliga where Julian Draxler and Max Myler were starring for Schalke but um, Ricardo Rodriguez got man of the match was just so good at getting forward so good defensively I also saw him for um, Switzerland when they were playing in the Euros another real real top performance against Albania got forward very well just locked down the um, that sort of you know the left wing on his side the right wing on this side with his uh, you know aggression in the tackle and uh, ability to win the ball and create chances great delivery and I'm just surprised that no teams looked they probably looked at him but uh, you know not just gone in for the gamble because when he's flying he's absolutely flying and Manchester City would be a perfect destination for Ricardo Rodriguez or any team that needs a left fullback don't understand why Ricardo Rodriguez Liverpool you know, they obviously looked at him last year, but they potentially would have looked at him last year. Why didn't they sign him? Absolutely mental. And to finish up on the new section, Manchester United are continually losing players on this international break, even though they have about 7,000 games in April. Uh, Maron Flaney, the latest Man United star to pull up with an injury following uh, Jones, who was injured by Chris Smalling in England training, and obviously Chris Smalling getting injured in England training. So it's not been a very good international break for Manchester United, but, you know, the likes of Henrik Mkhitaryan grabbing a goal, uh, pretty well taken, finished, and obviously Marcus Rashford playing well for England. There is some positives. Moving over to the section, the big section of today's podcast, and that is the transfer gossip that we're going to scrutinise so you don't have to. So, first up, of course, we've got to talk about the big one, and that is the Brazilian international Neymar moving to Manchester United. It was reported in the Spanish paper Sport that Manchester United were ready... Oh, there is WhatsApp. I wonder who that is. Oh, it's the girlfriend. A happy smiley face. Everyone is happy. We can continue the podcast. But anyway, going back to the transfer Neymar to Manchester United, the Spanish paper Sport is reported that United are ready to meet the 200 million euro release calls for the Brazilian international. That works out around £173 million. Pounds. Neymar has been in scintillating form this season for Barcelona. 
without, you know, with Lionel Messi having a little bit of problem with injury this year, been in and out, Neymar's become the sort of creative hub of the side. So Neymar this season in La Liga has been in his back to his creative best. He registered the joint most assists and created the joint most of chances. Uh, the same number of chances created as uh, Palemas's Jonathan Vieira and, of course, Tony Cruz with the 10 assists. Interesting, though, a lot of Tony Cruz's assists, well, uh, I think over half of them, five assists have gone to Sergio Ramos from set pieces, whereas Neymar is creating most of his goals from open plays. Type of Marcelo on seven assists from open play. But where he's, he's sort of evolved his game, he's sort of becoming a little bit mature. He's no longer going on those, um, you know, mazy runs where he's he's not, there's no end product to to his run uh, he's starting to to really create those those high quality chances in terms of um, you know in recent years you think of the uh, the run for Barcelona for the the Champions League final where they won it in 2013-14 Neymar grabbed so many vital goals in the knockout stages scored more than any other player in the knockout stages and it's been really important in the Champions League for Barcelona in a creative sense as well um, in the last three seasons just sort of, sort of really uh, becoming a force uh, both on the counter attack and in open play, you know, assisting the likes of uh, Luis Suarez, um, Rakitic if he's getting into the box, but also Lionel Messi. In the last three seasons, no players registered more assists in the Champions League at the top level of European football with 12 assists, level on points with Cristiano Ronaldo. We know he's got skills, he's got chops, he's got pirouettes. He's got absolutely everything in his locker to be a top class player. Right now, I'd probably put him under, in sort of the bank of players just below Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. That bank of players probably would include someone like Tony Cruz, Lewandowski, Luis Suarez, Anton Griezmann, uh, Sergio Ramos in a defensive sense. Um, you probably throw in there, you know, the likes of uh, Buffon maybe. But he is really there and he's starting to, to, to jump to that level above. He's starting to just be below those two top legends of the game right now. I think going back to his performance against PSG is probably one of his best performances in a Barcelona shirt in terms of him carrying the side. With great players like, uh, you know, Iniesta, um, Luis Suarez, Lionel Messi. It's, it's difficult to be the guy that's carrying the side, but that's what he did in that second leg of that last 16 game. Obviously scored that penalty, uh, scored the penalty, uh, scored a wonderful free kick, drew a foul to get one of the penalties, and then a fantastic assist for Sergio Roberto to win the game for Barcelona to make it 6-1. But yeah, what a fantastic talent and uh, is maturing at Barcelona, is becoming the player that everyone has sort of made him out being this world-class superstar. Skills, goals, Assist absolutely everything. In terms of Manchester United, though, the big question is, where would he fit in? Would he fit into um, Jose Mourinho's Manchester United? Well, for me, absolutely yes. Two positions he could play, either on the left-hand side. You know, he does play left wing in the 4-3-3 for Barcelona. So if Mourinho were to sign Neymar, probably should switch to a 4-3-3. Potentially Henrik Mkhitaryan on one side. Um, Zlatan through the middle and then Neymar on that left-hand side. Potentially... Uh, you could see some link up with Paul Pogba that could be quite nice. You know, Paul Pogba, if United are going to the 4-3-3, playing as that sort of um, you know, link between the midfield and the attack as a sort of hybrid number 10 from central midfield, some good link up play with Luke Shaw. That'd be a devastating left-hand side for Manchester United. You know, but potentially are losing game time for the likes of Marcus Rashford and Anthony Martial. One of those players, though, would probably will replace um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic through the middle uh, in the next few seasons. But it would be a great combination between Paul Pogba and Neymar. That could be quite nice. You know, Paul Pogba, 
Pogba at one point was touted as the Andres Iniesta replacement at Barcelona and the link up between Iniesta and Neymar is very good. This season they've been a little bit more direct to Neymar though in fact you know it's been coming a lot more from left fullback Jordi Alba or if they are playing a back three Samuel Umtiti so it's a little bit more direct to Neymar and then Neymar as being the guy that's getting the attack into the final third taking players on and so forth. If United were to play a 4-2-3-1 though potentially Neymar could play as this second striker he's played there for Brazil um, you know, standout performances probably at the World Cup uh, the Uruguay game Neymar was absolutely fantastic but you know he drifts around uh, you know vacates the space out the middle and moves to the left wing moves to the right wing sort of drifts around and that could be perfect for Manchester United and also in terms of Neymar's finishing he's more of a an elite forward than what United have had this season you know think of the chances that players like Mata Martial, uh, Zlatan have missed this season. Neymar instantly upgrades that. And that could be a good option for Mourinho if he wants to switch to a 4-2-3-1. Paul Pogba a little bit deeper in midfield. Next to the likes of Ander Herrera with Neymar ahead. And then you could fit in Anthony Martial on the left. Mkhitaryan on the right and Zlatan through the middle. That is a disgraceful front four that could really destroy uh, teams. But in terms of uh, do I think this is um, going to happen, I've got to scrutinise the rumour now as this, call, this section is called transfer gossip, the scrutinisation section. Um, it's an interesting one. I think the, a lot of the rumours have probably come from, from a quote from Neymar. Uh, recently he said the Premier League is a championship that amazes me and probably a lot of people have jumped on the back of that. Or could it just be another player using Manchester United as a platform to grab a new contract. Maybe tweet me at Statman Dave. Do you think this transfer is true or do you think it is a load of rubbish for me? Potentially, it's a load of rubbish. So maybe tweet me with some... Uh so maybe some poo emojis to with Neymar with a poo emoji just to, so I know that you guys think this is a load of rubbish. But as a United fan, it's so exciting to see players like Neymar, um, you know, linked with joining, uh, you know, moving to Old Trafford in the summer. You know, it seems like United are going down this line of being the, you know, getting these big buys, signing these huge players, but they seem to be quite smart moves. You know, you think of like Anthony Martial in recent years. Um, Paul Pogba two very young players that arguably will be the best players in their position um, in the future Paul Pogba central midfield Martial be it, um, up front as a as a number nine or on the left wing either either place I think Martial could absolutely excel but it seems like an interesting policy signing these players but maybe Neymar a little bit too old for that little brand of signing these players at, at the right sort of age you know Neymar is hitting the peak but Man United potentially need that peak player and that's why again they've been linked but with Antoine Griezmann in this um not a window, but there's a little international break period where the, the papers can't think of anything creative to put. They can't think about talking about how England are failing in the coaching world. They've got to talk about transfer gossip, and that's another one that's popped up a lot in this window. The Daily Star must be printing that one today. Antoine Griezmann to Manchester United. Another player that's in that elite band with, with a Neymar. I've spoke about him so much. I'm such a fan of Antoine Griezmann. His, his season by numbers this year has been phenomenal. In 40 games, he's got 22 goals, grabbed 11 assists. In terms of his goals per game, it's at 0. 5-5, so he's scoring over a goal every other two games, which is very, very impressive from a forward that plays as a second striker. Can play as a, as a number nine, can play on the left, can play on the right, but he's very, very good, very composed at finishing, and is sort of getting back to that old Antoine Giesman of scoring absolute incredible goals this season. You think of the goal that he scored against Deportivo Lacaruña from about 30, 30 yards out, canning that into the roof of the goal. And for Manchester United, would be an excellent acquisition at attacking midfield. Um, if Mourinho were to go with 4-2-3-1 or similar to Neymar, could play on the left, could play on the right-hand side or could play through the middle, could use his pace to uh, un unlock defences or Mourinho, no, you know, against the bigger teams. Similar to what he's done with Eden Hazard in the past, play him as, a, as Anton Griezmann as sort of a false nine, linking with the midfields ahead. 
for you know counter-attacking opportunities. But Griezmann to Manchester United would be a fantastic acquisition. I think the, the fee for that is around €100 million, Euros, around £80 million. But that's not just the only gossip that we're having from Manchester United. The other one, of course, is Mbappe to Manchester United, with the Spanish paper AS saying that Manchester United are willing to spend £130 million on the young Frenchman. That is what apparently Monaco have told the likes of Real Madrid and Barcelona that the young Frenchman will cost £130 million. That is incredible for an 18-year-old. But for me, with a player, you know, the player of his calibre, the player of his quality, potentially could be a good signing. He has such talent. This season for Monaco, he's played more of um, as, a, as a striker than any, than of any other position. In terms of the breakdown, he's played 29 times as a striker, twice on the left wing and once on the right wing. Um, Monaco this season playing a, a 4-4-2 with their wide players coming inside. So it makes sense to have someone like Mbappe that is pacey, that can get into the wide areas and create chances to vacate that space in the middle to, like, to allow the likes of Lamar or potentially potentially silver to pop up there in terms of what he is he's a modern forward very capable of playing any of the four attacking positions attacking midfield striker left wing right wing so uh, if you were to join Manchester United again could play any of those positions this season he's had a great relationship with uh, with Falcao in terms of their movement off the ball They've got a great understanding if one's coming deep, the other one's running in behind. Uh, the goal that um, Mbappe scored, his, his first goal to, uh, going on to scoring a hatch against Mets, was a great move between Falcao taking a long ball. Little knock down to Mbappe, Mbappe sliding it, it into the back of the net. Think of the goal that he scored against City in the, in City, at the Etihad, where the movement was so good. Uh, if you you know watch it back, in fact... Falcao is sitting on Otamendi, who is playing left centre-back, and Mbappe is sitting on John Stones, who's playing right centre-back. But in fact, they, they cross, and it ends up that Mbappe has run behind Otamendi, and John Stones' attention has slightly been taken away Falcao. Sort of, they've crossed paths and opened it up for Mbappe to get in behind and finish and put the ball in the back of the net. And that sort of maturity is something that you don't really see in young players, that understanding of the game. He's obviously been likened to Thierry Henry for, for his sort of players how he drifts to that left-hand side, how he drifts to the right-hand side, how he does vacate that space in the middle. You think of how Henri used to combine at Arsenal with Perez and, of course, uh, Ashley Cole playing left-back, how he drifted to that wide area, allow, allowed the likes of Dennis Bergkamp to drift into that number nine slot and, and sort of cut in with his onto his stronger right foot or go to the byline and create chances, quite similar to what Mbappe does uh, or has done for Monaco this season. In terms of his stats, though, he has been fantastic. He's been directly involved in a goal every 64 minutes this season for Monaco. 19 goals, 7 assists in just 1,671 minutes. An incredible record for an incredible player. You're talking goal scorers um, in Europe and assists in Europe for under 19. Both Mbappe leads both assists and goals for that age group. So he is an absolute fantastic, outstanding talent and would suit Man United down to a T. Would suit their sort of policy of signing these younger players, signing the likes of Paul Pogba, Anthony Martial, having the likes of Marcus Rashford coming through, um, Timothy Foster, Mensa, uh, and so forth it kind of um, lends itself to how United is going as a football club but 130 million pounds although it'd be worth it is a hell of a lot of money for United to spend on an 18 year old that potentially needs a bit more game time so if it was my choice if I had could have you know choose any one of these players 
Um, I'd probably go with Neymar. You know, obviously, it's a simple choice. Is the best out of the three. In terms of who would suit Manchester United right now, I'd probably go with Antoine Griezmann. Would suit um, Mourinho a little, be- a little bit better in terms of the work rate that he can get through. His pressing, that obviously, he's learned playing under Diego Simeone. But also, him being a clinical striker. You know, Neymar gets a hat full of chances every game for Barcelona because they create so many chances. Um, Athletic are a little bit different where Griezmann really has to take his chances when they come up. He has to score those goals at those crucial times. Suits playing on the counter-attack a little bit better than... um Neymar in a in a direct sense, if United want to go direct, you'd probably say Neymar, the way he carries the ball is a little bit better than Antoine Griezmann, but it is quite close. Mbappe would be a great solution for the future. It depends on United's policy. If Edward Wood is going for this policy of signing young players, Mbappe's the guy. If they want to pick the guy that suits Mourinho, it's Griezmann. Or if they want to go with the Statman Dave, uh, of course, simple observation, if you want to sign Neymar, because he is a world-class talent and would instantly upgrade Manchester United. But anyway, guys, that's been that for episode... 31 of the Statman Dave Football Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure that you subscribe to the Statman Dave Football Podcast on iTunes. You check it out on Acast. And of course, follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Statman Dave across the board. Just Google it. You'll find all those links. But sorry that we had to talk about some rubbish today. Some rubbish from the papers, the AS, the Daily Mirror, the Daily Star, and of course, the Spanish paper sport. Giving us a lot of things to talk about. And hopefully, we'll have some more exciting things to talk about tomorrow. But anyway, of course, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 